Welcome to Bourbon and Blood, a new episode. I know it's been a while. This is a horror comedy podcast. Nope, nope, wait. This is Mooney's podcast. There's no fun allowed. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Tonight we did Killer Clowns from Outer Space because Anna had not seen it and I thought it was time she needed to see it. And I see it, I did. See it, I did. <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> Listeners, welcome back. I'm Danny, and I'm joined by... I'm Anne. Hi. And we're here to talk about Killer Clowns from My Outer Space, the 1988 cult classic. Killer Kardashians from Killer Outer Space. That would be a much better movie. <laughs> it would be. Killer Kardashians from Outer Space. We'll do a quick synopsis of the movie, then we'll talk about the weird-ass shit that goes Can on. Can I do the synopsis? Yes. Go for it. Tell me what There's is... There's Killer Clowns from Outer Space terrorizing a town. That's basically it. <laughs> That's your plot right there. It is true. So we open up with, uh, what do we open up with? I mean, we're basically at makeout point. What's the guy's name? I wrote Cuck. Kent Mooney? Cuck Mooney? Not Cuck. Kurt? Kurt Mooney. So we get Kurt Mooney, who's a real piece of shit cop. He's played by John Vernon, who is Dean Warner, Warmer. From Animal House. I also learned he's a Pisces, so... Uh, <laughs> that explains everything. Take note. Yeah, it does. Those fucking Pisces. <laughs> he's just played up to be a giant douchebag this whole movie. You can't make a dummy out of him, that's for sure, though. As he says earlier in the movie. That foreshadows so much. By the way, there will be spoilers. Please make sure you've seen this movie. Oh, and what we're drinking. We tried something... And it was okay. Sorry, our cats are in heat in the background, so you might hear some meows <laughs> that are stronger than normal. So we mixed uh, blue cookaroo with uh, vodka, which is whipped flavor. And then we mixed in tequila rose strawberry because I took an idea from the internet that's close to it that's called cotton candy drink. But I couldn't find cotton candy flavored vodka, apparently. Which is fine. So we made our own version. We'll call it the Killer Clown Cotton Candy. It tasted drink. good. It was kind of weird, chunky. It was weird. So when you add tequila now I'm rose, just drinking whiskey. When you add tequila rose to anything, it gets clumpy real quick. I mean, just FYI, if you're gonna try this, you got to drink it fast. But it was still really good. Yeah. So we open at Makeout Point. We have our brothers with the ice cream truck rolling through. These two little jabronis. I wrote down that they reminded me of, oh, the Bloater Brothers from SNL, the, <laughs> the character that Jimmy Fallon and Chris Parnell used to play, where they were just like the total skeezball brothers. They are. The brothers remind me of them, and they there were these two like bigger girls that they had picked up, right? And they like had promised them like all the ice cream they could eat and then the girls were like, well, we're not putting out. You told us we could just get all the ice cream we wanted. And I was like, yeah, girls, play that patriarchy for your drumsticks. Do it. <laughs> for your drumsticks. I would. <coughs> so yes, they're the Terenci brothers, uh, Rich and Paul, JoJo's Ice Cream. <laughs> So their name is Rich Jojo and Paul Jojo? That is 
It was real depressing for them. So they're the comic relief, I guess. I mean, the whole movie's comic relief, but... Yeah, I mean, the whole movie. The whole movie's a little just ridiculous. So there's, like, a asteroid, and everybody at Makeout Point sees it, and they're like, oh, my God. And so our main couple, Debbie and whatever the fuck his name is... Dave. No, Dave's the other cop. Mike. Mike. So they're like fooling around in the back seat with like a blow up raft that he has inflated, which I I thought was pretty smart. Let's look really look at them. So everyone else is just drinking beer and hardcore making out, but these two are drinking classy wine, laying in a raft. Yeah, they want like, to be special. Yeah, and when this comet flies overhead, they're like, hey, let's go adventure and see this. That's a good couple. That's a good comment. Oh, really? Because I was thinking, you know what I would <laughs> never do is go explore a big asteroid that just fell. You wouldn't? I mean, I would, but then if I came upon a giant circus tent, I'd be like, we are turning this show around. We are not exploring that. Like, okay. In 2017, Trump's America, that <laughs> shit show tornado we're living in every day. Like... This is a different time. If you were to stumble upon a circus tent in the middle of the woods, would your ass go inside of it? No. Hell no. Not in the last no. like, five years. Hell no. Just, no. You know what's in there? Someone who wants to kill you. Someone who's killed somebody else. Or, or a circus. Yeah. And <laughs> all three of those are just not good. Not Any good. circus in the middle of the forest is probably not a fun circus. Mm-mm. We've got it. They go inside this at the beginning and then they go inside the tent again later on. This would be the coolest fun house ever. I've been in some fun houses and they are nowhere near as cool as this fun yeah, house. Yeah, I thought the set was awful. It looked like the inside of the Discovery Zone or something. <laughs> That's what I loved about it. It was so cheesy and crazy. It was like the doors that swing back and forth, and you know, one of my favorite characters in this movie was the crazy old man who lives in the middle of the woods. I wrote redneck and poo. Oh yeah, and his bloodhound poo, Pooh Bear. But he's just this crazy old guy, and he sees the asteroid and goes to follow it. Comes upon the circus tent. They grab his dog, he gets pissed, and he's like, Ah, I'll tear this thing apart with my bare hands! And he's so mad, and then he grabs, like, one of the wires holding the tent, and then immediately gets electrocuted. And it was, it was beautiful. And he goes, this thing is wired! (laughs) Which was also very clever. It was, it was wired, so I liked him a lot. I liked how passionate he was about his poo, too. Like, Pooh Bear, like, you could tell. He really loved his dog. Can I just tell you, whenever I see bloodhounds now, all I think of is Fred Willard in Best in Show when he talks <laughs> about dressing him up like Sherlock Holmes. And, like, that's all I can think about. They would make great Sherlock Holmes. They always do. Yeah, with a little pipe. All right, so we go back to the police station. We got Kurt the Hothead just, like, tearing into these so stereotypical goth kids who are walking around the park drinking wine at night. But yeah. Causing any trouble. No. And he just, was like roughing them up. Yeah, he's like, You're the reason our town's going to shit. You know what? I bet the reason their town is going to shit is because that they have a police officer on the force who just abuses his power completely and is making this town live in terror. Fuck you, Officer Mooney. God, he's such a dick. I know. And then we get introduced to the other cop, Dave. 
Dave seems to get cooler throughout the movie. Yeah, I just don't really ever like Dave. I don't give a fuck about Dave. Like, I wouldn't have cared if... Frankly, I don't really care about anyone in this movie. Any anyone could have been killed, and I don't think I would have. I would have been upset unless it was the dog, unless it was Pooh Bear, which he did die. <sighs> he did end up. So, oh yeah, so they go into this tent. circus tent. Spaceship. Oh, now we're talking about Mike and Debbie again. Yeah, and Mike is like, like he. They stumble upon this room where there's... Basically, it just looks like giant pink light bulbs of... Light bulbs being... God, I can't hung light bulbs. Hung, Yeah. And he's like, this is exactly... Or this looks like a cotton candy factory. Like, that does not look like a cotton okay. candy factory. But she goes... She goes, have you ever seen a cotton candy factory? And he says, no. And she goes... What is... Or he goes... I don't know, that just, like, solidifies it. Like, because you haven't seen it doesn't mean that's not how cotton candy factories are. I just, maybe I want to imagine cotton candy factories to be like that. I actually don't like cotton candy, but have you watched some of those videos on YouTube with the cotton candy, like, vendors, and they make these big, crazy, intricate flowers out of, it's amazing. They're, like, street cotton candy vendors. Incredible. Some of these guys have these machines that, like, light up and shit. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. You know what I love about cotton candy? I worked a... It was like back when I worked at a thrift store. I don't want to say any names. I worked a like family day and I used the cotton candy machine to make cotton candy for people and I had no idea what I was doing. They didn't know either. They were just like, hey, here you go. Figure it out. Heat some sugar. They looked like crap. Everything I did looked like shit, but kids still loved it because it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's cotton candy. Yeah, they just want a ball of sugar on a stick. Because they would look all crazy lopsided or, like, it would go all over my arm and, like, people would laugh. And it was kind of frustrating because I could not make it the perfect ball of cotton candy. But Like, even when I was little, I was like, I'll pass on cotton candy. Oh, I love cotton candy, but only on a rare occasion. Can I just have a giant bag of chips instead? <laughs> <laughs> what if they turned you into a giant bag of chips, babe? Oh, and the clowns also have a, they have a pet. It's a dog, but it's a balloon animal dog. That's pretty cute. They, like, make it. he's on, like, a little leash. Oh, but first, as they're running out, because Mike and Debbie are like, oh, let's get the fuck out of here, they get shot with, like, heat-seeking popcorn. Like, they do all the turns, and this popcorn's still, like, chasing them. However, production-wise, it was just popcorn being thrown behind them. (laughs) You know, they probably got it at Aldi, because that's the best fucking popcorn in the world. Seriously, people listening, we just started buying popcorn from Aldi, and mwah. Like it's so good and it's so cheap. We're not getting paid for this, I promise. I just love Aldi popcorn so much. <laughs> it's better than like normal popcorn. It's so good. So the killer clowns are like, "All right, we're going out and we're going to just take this town. We're going to get all the people and you know, turn them into cotton candy light bulbs." <laughs> so they're going out, knocking on everyone's door, being like, "Pizza delivery." I love that. Oh, we get the girl that's like half naked and she's like Okay, that's one thing I want to talk about. Everyone that interacts with these clowns is not freaked out by the way these clowns look. They're like, huh? Pizza? Or, oh, cool shadow puppets. Like, everyone's just, like, totally cool with the way these clowns look until they start doing something terrible. Mm-hmm. These clowns look amazing, but terrifying. Yeah, they do look scary. I don't want any clown coming up to me on the... Like, if any clown 
scary, not scary, whatever. A clown. Just come, I mean, I have a bunch of clowns I have to interact with already, right? (laughs) But I mean, for real, though. Like, if a clown walked up to me, I would probably punch it in its face and run away. So it was cute. Like you said, I wrote the the balloon animal search dog because it showed him, like, making it. You don't Mm -hmm. know what's happening just at first, but then it's a ridiculous search dog that's made from a balloon animal. Do you know what the clowns wouldn't be able to fool me into doing? What? Opening my fucking door to them. Because you know who I open my door to? Nobody! Ring at my door all you want and tell me there's pizza. I didn't order it. I am... My my flags are up. You are not... I have a peephole, too. Think I'm going to open my door if I see four fucking clowns standing there with pizza I didn't order? Hell no. Especially if you're in lingerie drinking wine. Fuck you guys. <laughs> But pizza is delicious. That is the one thing I might risk it for. Mm. My favorite clowns were Puppet Show and Tricycle. Tricycle was sweet. Let's talk about that whole scene. Well, he rode up to a, like a biker bar on his little tricycle, ringing his little bell. It was pretty precious. And, you know, obviously the biker guys have a reputation of being kind of jerks. I don't think they are. Frankly, I've met some bikers. They're like the biggest teddy bears in the world. Sorry, guys. Like I think it's when there's babies. a group of bikers, they want to impress each other. I know. So they're being kind of <laughs> mean to Tricycle Clown, and then he just, like... He, like, smashes bike. He Yeah, the one guy, like, smashes Tricycle, and then he punched the guy's head off. So that's what Be-headed. he did. Beheaded. One thing I want to bring up, we go back and forth between the cops sta- or police station, and there's a sign in the background, and I counted because we went back so many times... There are 20 missing kids in this town, and they all look about the same age. Why is that never addressed? Like, these cops are terrible. (laughs) 20 missing kids. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, my God. So there's 20 missing children. This clown thing just happened tonight, so those kids are missing from before. Let me me pop up. Oh, my God. It's Officer Mooney. No. Well, that's, that's also creepy, but let me pop out this theory. These clowns are aliens, right? Mm. Let's think about Pennywise. What if they came back to get Pennywise? And Pennywise has been living here and taking all these kids, but he's actually a killer clown from outer space! Mind blown. Think about it, though, because Pennywise is clearly some... He's a killer clown! And he seems to be from outer space. He would hide in the sewers because he's hiding... Yeah, he's waiting for his family to come get him again. Is he waiting, or was he? did he run away from them because they stopped for a snack, and they, he knew they were going to go back, and he was like, oh, no, I like eating humans. Ooh. Oh, my God, you guys. Bring this all together. We broke it, Stephen King. Give me a call, brother. Stephen I'm, King, Chiados Brothers. I don't have a job right now, so I've got a lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> I can take your call whenever. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, there's... There's a burger joint called Big Top Burger in town, and one of the guys goes out back to, like, empty the dumpster, and he's wearing one of those, like, paper party cone hats. I don't care how much a job pays me. If I have to wear one of those fucking things, I am out. Those are the worst. I hate those hats. It depends kind of what your job is, because I've always thought if you are supposed to dress up or expected to dress up for a job... Randomly, that sucks, or something that's stupid. But if your job is to be dressed up, like if you're Chuck E. Cheese and your job is no, no, I'm. I just I know the cone hats. 
That's uncomfortable. So we have this scene right here at the burger joint where this little girl and her family who's not paying attention to her at all. And her is mom like, is such a bitch. Yeah. This, the clown, one of the clowns is outside doing like this really creepy like, like finger beckoning like, with yeah, the... Yeah, come to yeah. me. And that probably might be the most creepy part of the movie, even though it's not that creepy. Yeah. That child was about to get hit with a giant hammer. No, that is creepy. Clowns are gross. But I got more mad at the mom because she's like, all right, Linda, sit here quietly and stop fidgeting and eat your dinner. And it's like, dude, the girl wasn't even moving. She's just chilling. She was the quietest one at the table. once she sneaks off, oh, I'm sorry, the table of three fucking adults doesn't notice that this little girl is just gone? Fuck you guys. You're bad people. Yeah. Bad. Bad. So we have the shadow puppet part scene. Puppet, shadow puppet part. Oh, yeah. That was the next part. So all these people are hanging out at a bus stop waiting for a bus, apparently. That's probably what they're doing. We don't know. A clown walks up and starts doing shadow puppets, and it's all crazy ones, and everyone's getting into it. And the cop just, like, watches this happen, but it turns into, like, a T-Rex, I'm assuming, with red glowing eyes. It just swallows them all puts them in a little popcorn bag. Mm-hmm. Debbie, our main character protagonist lady, gets dropped off at home because this is a man's job or some situation. Who knows? And she takes a shower. This is at, I think, like 32 minutes into the movie. A lot of stuff happens. It shows her still in the shower. A lot of stuff more happens. She's slowly getting out She's of the shower. Getting, like, her shower was the whole movie. She took a shower for, I would, would say, half the movie. to see what her water bills are, because they are probably astronomical. But why she's in the shower, some of that popcorn, that not Aldi popcorn, don't get us wrong, like good, the evil popcorn. <laughs> evil popcorn's on her clothes inside the hamper, and it turns into, like, stem heads up. Yeah, those were the creepiest clowns, I thought. They're like clown heads on top of, like, they were tentacles. Like, they were like what you would picture, like, a jack-in-the-box yeah. clown to pick, be like, but if it was just, like, a baby clown head, and that was it on a spring. I wonder if that's what they were going for. I didn't even think of the jack-in-the-box thing. Just, like, the heads that pop out yeah. of the, the hamper and out of the toilet, which is a bigger one. So, yeah, she takes a movie, or she takes a movie, she takes a shower the whole fucking movie. She's... Pretty much worthless. Mike. Let me just bring out how much I like Mike. Mike has a bunch of, like, witty one-liners throughout the movie. Where there's one where, like, he goes in to kiss Debbie on her porch as the cop's waiting down there. And, like, it zooms to the cop, like, looking out the window. And Mike, it zooms back to Mike, and he's like, oh, that was some timing. Or, I don't know, he said something, like, almost (laughs) third wall breaking. Hey. Ah, whatever. <laughs> I'm drunk. I just really like Mike. Mike seems like just like think about what Mike has to go through. He's trying to save his girlfriend with his girlfriend's ex, who's a cop. Like that guy has a gun. Very intimidating. Mike just seems like a really down to earth, cool guy. Yeah. He's friends with the Torrenti brothers or whatever. Sure. He's friends with real weird people. I mean, she's the one going on a date with him. She obviously likes him. I know, but you have so much to live. And then, like, every time they save Debbie, Debbie, like, embraces Dave first and then, like, hugs Mike. Mm. Poor Mike. That's got to sting. I know. There's this one scene where 
All the clowns are walking down the street together with a giant truck that has a chemical hose coming out of it. And a big And you know what it reminded me of? American Horror Story with that exact same scene. Ryan Murphy, I fucking see you stealing that scene from this movie. Could just been inspired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what it reminded me of? Way before even both of those? Actually, no. I think this is after. The Batman movie... The original one with Jack Nicholson, where they're walking down the street, like, blaring music, and they have the the clown truck, whatever, you know. And I'm just saying, maybe that was from that, too. With the Prince song playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Such a good song. I can't think of it right now. I'll insert it here. Can you sue me? He's dead. I don't know. I mean, as the state oh, can. I'm not going to insert a Prince song. <laughs> and he was not, he didn't like, the, he was nope. not a fan of the internet <laughs> stuff. I wish we knew how to kill these uh, clowns. Who knows? Do you know? If only I knows. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out after our good buddy cop Dave starts shooting one of the clowns that you shoot them in the nose and they blow up and like spin into like a weird crystal thing and then disappear and confetti flies everywhere. Yep. Oh, I forgot why he shot him. So Dave goes back to the police station. I thought this was really clever, and Anne was, like, not impressed. But there were, like, fake footprints all over the police station. Like, comical. Like, something you see in, like... You guys, Danny thought it was, like, the best scene of the whole movie. I was, like... There were, like, Acme footprints, you know? From, like, Looney Tunes. Yep. But they're, like, laying on the floor leading Dave all the way back. And then he goes into a room and there's footprints on the walls and ceilings. I thought it was so clever. And they're all different colors because, like, there have just been so many clowns. (laughs) I just thought it was really clever. And then he goes back out. And so earlier in the movie, our buddy Mooney says, no one will make a dummy out of me. Guess what? He's a dummy now, guys. Because the clown's got a hand in his back. dummy. Friend. Ven, Ven, ventriloquist. Yeah. Have you ever seen like an actual Punch and Judy puppet show? What's a Punch and Judy? You know, like the old school puppet shows where they have those really ugly puppets. Not you know live. About? I know what you're talking about. I have. It was awful. It was really <laughs> weird. Have you ever seen a ventriloquist live? I think so. Yes, I was little, but yes. I'll be honest. I find them creepy and not very creative. Yeah. I mean... Like, as a fan of Jim Henson, we both know, like, puppeteering is an art. And you could do some amazing things with the right imagination. But, like, a ventriloquist just throwing your voice a little bit. You can... You can throw your... I'm impressed with that. But, like, be funny about it. Yeah. You know? Be funny about it. I've seen so many... Well, on TV, I've seen so many bad ones that I'm not appealing... Or I'm not appealed to it. Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this movie, I don't know, I've got a lot of uh, circus-related stories. Go for it. Like, well, I don't quite love the circus. When I was little, I went to the circus with my aunt and uncle and my two cousins. I was little. I was like four or five, maybe a little younger. I don't even know if Adrian was born yet. This is like one of the... This is like the first scary memory, real life memory I remember having was that I was holding my uncle's hand and we were walking through the crowd and I let go and I reached back up, grab his hand, we're walking and I look up 
and it's not my uncle. Oh. Oh! That's terrifying. Then I saw the lady die at the circus. What? Which... I feel, have I told you? You've never happened? told me the story or told this. I have two told you this. No, you haven't. You saw a lady die at a circus? I saw a circus performer die at a circus doing her performance. What was the performance? So, she Who's was. Who's the bearded uh, lady? Okay. She just died. <laughs> no. So, she was one of the aerial performers. So, she. It was, like, her and another girl. I think it actually was, like, her sister or something like that. Like, it was a family... Like, a lot of family members and whatever were in the circus. So, there's, like, these two giant chiffon sheets hanging from the ceiling. They're, like, 30, 40 feet long. Like, just hanging to the floor. And they're climbing up them and doing all their tricks and everything. And they're at the top, and they're hanging upside down... And we hear this, like, snap of a cable. And the one girl, just the sheet falls, and she, like, plummets to the ground and hits her head like she's upside down, Hit like, falls on the concrete. There are, like, families who had paid extra for the VIP seating about 10 (laughs) feet away. So I got to experience that. And then I've also just watched... Because I have a little bit of a thing with large predatory cats. Some might call it a phobia. Some might call it an obsession. So maybe sometimes I sit down and I watch circus attacks from big cats. We all do it. We all do it. (laughs) And there have been some pretty terrifying ones. Like there's this one where there's like five male lions that go after the trainer. Stop it. Right meow. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It was really scary. So I don't like the circus. I don't think I would ever... I've never been to a circus. I don't think I would ever take my kids to a circus. It is just tinged with terror and (laughs) But the only thing I know from circuses is from movies, and they're all very scary. So I probably... It's like... So so what? Here's the circus in general. You have clowns. Okay. Nobody likes clowns. Possible death. Possible animal attacks. Maybe you might get kidnapped. I'm like... Popcorn? It sounds like a real (laughs) fun fun family day. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so that's Anne's circus time. <laughs> that's real messed up. I didn't know you had such an affiliate, or yeah, fear of circuses. No, I don't have a fear. I just have a lot of freaky memories with <laughs> So anyways, they chase the clowns after the clowns steal Debbie in a giant balloon. And they chase them back to the carnival. I mean, they say it's a balloon. It really is just more like a ball. A giant floaty ball. Isn't that a balloon? Isn't that what a balloon is? Mm. A rubber ball that floats? I mean... (laughs) So they chase them back, and then we meet uh, a security guard. It's one of my favorite lines in the movie. So all the clowns pull out of a clown car like they do, and there's like five of them that come out of this really small clown car. And they all pull out pies, and the security guard goes, What you boys gonna do with them pies? And I just thought it was really funny. And then they hit him in the face with all the pies, and then they melt his body. Because apparently his pies are acid. But here's the issue with that. So then, everyone else shows up, the Trini brothers, the cop, and Mike, 
And one of the Trinity brothers, like, scoops up a bunch of it on his finger. He's like, mm, it's ice cream. Mm. If that's, like, melty pie goo stuff, that should have melted that Trinity brother's finger. His finger would be gone. Maybe once it gets, like, room temperature. <laughs> then when it becomes melty, finally. To go inside the fun house, you get a whole spiel. Just a scene in the fun house. You they know. they slowly survive. We do get introduced to the clownzilla, which is a giant clown, which looks really good. I actually quite like that part. Yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty good, like special effects. They made this movie, and it looks like one of the Chios's first actual movies they directed, produced, and made. They made it with two million dollars, and all of that went to like special effects. But they wanted to save money, so they built like the clown outfits, like all that cool stuff. They built. That's you really know cool. What I could do for two million dollars. How I can. I could make such a good movie for two million dollars. <laughs> I could. Could you? Yes, I could. Yeah, actually, well, I don't know. Two million doesn't go that far these days. Do you know how many people Inflation. I could get to work for free? So many. None if they found out you had two million dollars to use. <laughs> I, I like... think we've established that I would be a pretty good leader of a cult. Like I oh, think. Oh, that's true. I think I could get people on my side. Come on, friends. <laughs> so what, did, what did you think of the movie overall? I mean, you I thought it was okay. Like, it was actually better than I thought it was going to be. I just I think mean, it's, it's so well written for a B-movie. It's just like a cheesy, shitty 80s movie called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I You don't go into it expecting a lot. It's just a cheesy... I remember... What do you, what do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching this as a kid, and like the same week I watched a movie called Dr. Giggles, mm. which is about a dentist that murders people. Like, it's a horror movie about that. And Dr. Giggles scared me, but this didn't. But I like this more, and I don't remember much about Dr. Giggles. That's, a, that's the point of that Yeah, story. this is absolutely not a scary movie, even for kids. Like, I could show Tommy and Abby this. I don't know. No, yeah, you no, probably could. Not- Abby, the clowns are kind of creepy looking at times for kids. I mean, all clowns are kind of creepy looking. That is true. Sorry out there, anyone that's an actual clown. Do you know, when I was little, did you ever watch uh, Bozo? Yeah. Because, you know, we yeah. live, like, that's Chicago, but we live close enough to where we could get WGN. Yeah, I watched Detroit. Bozo. Remember the cup game on the floor? The cup floor? game. Do you know, Adrian and I would, like, set that up and so practice because we were just, like, you know, one day we are going to get on Bozo and we are going to kick ass at this fucking cup game. Remember what his little sidekick's name was? No. Cookie. Was it really? <laughs> uh-huh. I remember. Was it a clown? Yeah, Cookie Bozo, the clown? Bozo and Cookie. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Can I just listen to the Bozo theme song really quick? Yes. I don't even remember what it sounds like. And Look I it up right like now and I'm going to put it into the podcast. I'm going to. I feel like if I listen to it, I'm going to instantly. Bozo the clown. I mean, so that's it then. Oh, I thought there'd be like words and stuff like, wait. Bozo the Clown every morning, WGN. No, there's Watch a... <laughs> no. Boston's Channel 5, WHDH TV. Oh, God. It's time for Bozo the Clown. Let me hear his voice.
Bozo the Clown is creepy as fuck. Who the lucky pals are, they're gonna play the grand prize game this morning. What's your name, pal? And where are you from, Anthony? Deptford, New Jersey. And what school you go to? Bozo the Clown. Well, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of Bourbon Blood. Sorry it's been a while since we've been on. Personal issues in our lives, whatever. But we'll try to do them bi-weekly again. Fired by a clown. Oh! Sorry. It's true. Um, it's Thanksgiving week, and that's the reason I chose this movie, because um, pie is one of my favorite desserts for <laughs> Thanksgiving, and that is now you know what hard. I'm going to do with those pies. I've always wanted to get hit in the face with a pie. Me too. But only a whipped cream pie, not, yeah. not like a pie with substance. It's like an apple pie just baked, and it burns your face. Ah! Like a heavy, dense pumpkin pie. It would like, give you whiplash. <laughs> Let me talk about pie for a second. You have bruises all over your face. What, what the fuck is a rhubarb pie? I don't rhubarb. think... I, I've had rhubarb once, and I don't remember liking it, but I didn't know there was an actual pie Yeah. made of rhubarb. Mm-hmm. Same with pecan pie. I like pecans, but that does not sound appealing to me at all. No. I, I like, mean, here's the what? pies I want. Pumpkin, banana cream. Check. Like a chocolate Chocolate silk. pudding. Oh, silk. I don't even know. Ban- yeah, like a banana cream. I I don't want pie. Like, I want my few little pies that I want, my three that I just listed, and that's it. Get away from me with your fruit pies. Get away from me with your other types of pies. <laughs> your meat pies. Beet? Meat. Oh. <laughs> your beet pies. Yeah, Dwight. Yeah, Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> Blueberry pie is disgusting to me. I like blueberry flavored stuff, but when it comes to the actual textures of blueberries, I'm not a fan. I don't like blueberries. I like flavor of blueberry. I don't. Or artificial really. flavor. Apple pie is okay, but I never want it. Like, if somehow there's an apple pie in front of me, I will try some, but I'm never like, I want an apple pie. So one time I went over to Emma's because my oven wasn't working. Surprise, fucking surprise. And so I went and made this beautiful beautiful apple pie at her house like it was Aww. gorgeous the most gorgeous apple pie like the oh the topping was like this crumbly like cinnamon butter it was delicious so i'm driving home all excited about my pie the guy in front of me slams his brakes on and i had to slam mine on and my pie just like flew off my front <laughs> seat and landed landed just on the floor <laughs> and i was like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. All right. I was so mad. So thank you and uh, happy Thanksgiving because I will post this sometime this week, which means it'll be a Thanksgiving gobble, episode. Gobble, Is that right? Gobble, gobble. <laughs> and then we will try to do the next three episodes since we're going to try to do bi-weekly. Rapid succession. We're going to do Christmas episodes. I'm sure we'll do Krampus, because that's a great Christmas movie. But what's the other two? You'll find out. Ooh, Gremlins. No, I shouldn't even say it. (laughs) All right. Thank you, and... Stay weird and creepy, and... uh, What? (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.